It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey there, welcome to The Tent. I'm your host, Scott Feldman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. You know, we cover a lot of ground here at Tent, and not just in the Blackwater botanical-style arena, but in the overall natural approach to creating captive aquatic ecosystems. And the approach often involves embracing ideas, aesthetics, and environmental characteristics which run, I don't know, contrary to what we've been indoctrinated to believe are proper aquarium conditions. Yeah, we've talked about this stuff before. Um, however, as the hobby specialty evolves more, it's more important to revisit this idea repeatedly, lest we paint ourselves into a sort of metaphorical corner, unwilling to try some new things for fear of violating what one could call conventional aquarium keeping ideas. And of course, it always goes back to nature. A high percentage of the natural habitats from which our fishes hail are perhaps, perhaps not even that conventional you know, by aquarium or aquascaping standards. Often, it's a sediment-filled tangle of twigs and leaves, maybe even some algae. Not everyone's idea of attractive for aquarium purposes, but it's very, very authentic in many cases. And I think it's one of those things where you have to actually execute to appreciate. Of course, there are many habitats which seem to play right into our long-held beliefs of just how healthy, you know, healthy and attractive aquariums should be and how they should look. Nature often's, you know, often offers a prototype for just about anything we want if we look hard enough. Of course, nature also has habitats which, from an aesthetic standpoint, are remarkably simple, yet belie a complexity of biology, geology, and environmental interdependencies. Habitats which, if we're willing to look, you know, and consider replicating them in an aquarium, could provide remarkable insights and even unlocks into the life cycles and reproductive habitats, habits of our fishes, excuse me, habitats. Yes, we're talking about habitats. You know, I believe that experiments with alternative substrate materials use of different wood or root-like materials, and even simple elements such as twigs can help open up new discoveries in the aquarium hobby realm. <clears throat> Excuse me, of course, the roads less traveled include those habitats which consist of the flooded meadows and forests and muddy ditches which we've talked about so much here. Again, the idea of land taken over by water yields a host of possibilities and unusual opportunities to explore the life cycles of many unique fishes. And of course, Utilizing these materials to create more realistic approaches to habitat replication involves accepting stuff like the tint and our old apparent faux turbidity. Our aesthetic upbringing in the hobby seems to push us towards, you know, crystal clear water, regardless of whether or not it's tinted. For some reason, we blindly associate clear water with cleanliness in our aquariums and in nature. Think about this. You can have absolutely horrifically toxic levels of ammonia, dissolved heavy metals, etc., etc., in water that's like invisible to the eyes, and have perfectly beautiful parameters in water that's heavily tinted and even a bit turbid. We need to stop thinking about perfectly clear water, tinted or otherwise, as an absolute indicator of cleanliness and suitability for tropical fishes. For what it's worth, Turbidity is defined as the cloudiness or haziness of a fluid caused by large numbers of individual particles that are generally invisible to the naked eye, similar to smoke and air. That's why in the aquarium mythology, which suggested that black water tanks were somehow dirtier than you know blue water or clear water tanks, used to drive me crazy. The term black water 
describes a number of things. However, it's not a measure of the cleanliness of the water in an aquarium, is it? Nope, sure isn't. Color alone is not indicative of water quality for aquarium purposes, nor is turbidity. Sure, by municipal drinking water standards, color and clarity are important. We've talked about this many times and can indicate a number of potential issues, but we're not talking about drinking water here, are we? Nope, we aren't. There's a difference between color and clarity. Like many of the ideas about aquariums we proffer here, you'll need to make some mental shifts to enjoy this look. You'll likely face the usual criticisms from the dark corners of the internet and you know, criticizing your use of algae and detritus-filled hardscapes as you know the result of lackadaisical husbandry practices and low standards of cleanliness. Been there, done that shit, heard it. Yeah, right? And sure, perhaps you will have to point to various videos and photos of the many wild habitats which reflect the features in order to vindicate yourself among your peers. You may have to do that if you want. Taking the roads less traveled in the aquarium hobby is not only fascinating and educational, it's often a bit rebellious, so you'll have to have a thick skin, a really thick skin. Perhaps you'll have to swallow your pride and eat some shit now and again if you, you know, your experiment doesn't quite live up to your expectations. Surprisingly, though, you'll find that most of your experiments with these unique types of habitats will not only meet your expectations, they'll exceed them significantly, despite what the experts tell you. The beauty of taking the roads less traveled in the aquarium hobby is that you almost always gain something from the journey, be it insights into a unique habitat that you've been drooling over, or just success with fishes that you've been previously stymied by. Embrace the unusual. You never know where it might take you. Stay observant. Stay creative. Stay bold. Stay inspired. And always stay wet. Until next time, this is Scott Melman from Tenant Aquatics. Thanks for spending part of your day with me, and I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The Tenant.